What a year it's been. Happy 2020. Today you're gonna hear from Nikki Cruz. Nikki Cruz is one of the fathers of Teen Challenge and he shared a powerful word at our Rise Crusade 2019. We hope you're as blessed as we were by his message. Listen in. I'm so happy because uh, you're not gonna believe this. I used to live in, in Fresno and Fresno have a tremendous memory because as evangelists, I had traveled so much all over the world. And it was hard for me to fly from Julita Airport to try to go to Norway, France, and all those places. So sometimes I have to stay for two days. So I say, no, I have to move. It was this, the most sad moment of my life, but I did it. And I never forget uh, Fresno. There was, we have a play for boys. Now they have a, tend to be a play for new life girls. And I'm glad that they are doing fantastic. I want to say something. In this morning, uh, well, I have been working on this. But I was planning to do a mi- I'm going to mix something here that has to deal with my life. But I was working, and when I got in into the car, I talked to Gary, and he said, what are you going to be speaking? He said, I'm going to be speaking in Legion. I said, but that's what I'm going to be speaking. But I had to go... different direction, which I will, and then I'm going to finish with a little bit with my life story. I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you about this. The story about the demon possessed is more deeper than what people think. There's one thing I noticed very well, how Jesus Christ took a detour just for one person. Can you believe that? That he took a, de- a detour for you because he loved you? That he was willing to go to hell and pull you out of there and set you free? Can you believe that all the demons of hell tremble in the name of Jesus Christ? But this is something that you never expect. The Holy Spirit is a package of surprises. Nobody knows from where the wind is going to blow. And that's exactly what happened in the ministry of Jesus Christ. How delivered many people from the demon possessed, from the prostitute, for the sick that were laid there, hopeless, And all of these things that took place in the life of Jesus Christ. For the blind man that took him by his hands and took it away from the crowd and prayed for him. The reason I say that because sometimes my life is not direct to the Christians. They have been born again. My life has been taught or given to the non-Christians. I love them and they love me. 
and there's no wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. But in this story, this is started like this. Gary was talking about the demon possessed, but in the beginning of the chapter, or the end of the chapter uh, nine, this is what Jesus said. One day, Jesus said to his disciple, "Let us go over the other side of the lake." So they got into a boat and get out. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. Now, this guy was possessed, not by one demon, but by a legion, 2,000. One is enough. One is enough. But here, how in the world this guy was in that condition? The problem was that he came into a place, and you, I'm going to go down and relate to you the situation in the United States of America. How in the world this guy was possessed? It's hard to explain. Can you imagine that he didn't know from where he came from? He didn't know his father. He's possessed. He didn't know his mother. He didn't know he was married. He didn't know he got children. The only thing is that he lived. He got a home. He made a home on himself. The cemetery, which is mean hopelessness. Death, no way out, I'm doomed, finished, gone, erased from the map of this earth. And here is this demon possessed, the first terror of the Bible. It was a terrorist. He terrorized the whole community. Either the church, the synagogue, then he had no power to deliver him. He started screaming. He was very comfortable in the cemetery because he said, I'm dead. I'm gone. I'm history. No, 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 no. That is not the way it is. Regardless of he recognized, he didn't recognize his name. This man tortured himself. How many people have been touched and you are physically looking good and you think you're looking good and some of you, you look ugly but you still believe that you look good. Good for you. You don't have no complex. Because I don't have no complex. I'm still looking good. Thank you, sir. So what happened? What really happened was Jesus said, let's cross to the other side. Today, Jesus is going to cross right here to the other side. He's going to be here in this place because he's going to deliver many people. And through you, God is going to bless your family. God is going to bless 
the city. God gonna bless your church. Okay? I'm not gonna come over here with linger or with spiritual language, but I wanna say this. When a person is possessed, we have no control. What I'm trying to say, this man was really trapped. Trapped. There's no way he can get out. And he used to come in, especially in the night, and he used to make sound, all of these things, and people were scared. People could not sleep. Let you know what this man gonna do. He tortured himself. Do you know there's something strange that there's right now a drug that teenagers and young people are taking? That they are committing suicide, they jump from buildings, they eat their own flesh. Is that strange? That a cheap drug of five dollars. Is destroying over 165,000 young people dead. There's a, there's a tsunami of drugs going in this country that is completely designed to destroy our nation, to destroy our youth, to destroy our family, to destroy relationship. That's why it's taking place. And this guy controlled the whole community. Can you be afraid of something like this? Huh? It's spooky. This is more than a spooky, really. Torture himself? Cutting himself? I mean, he's gone. This guy is fried. His mind was fried. His mind was nothing but a barbecue. And I tell you something. How in the world Jesus Christ fell to cross to the other side? Why? Why he did it? For one person that controlled the whole community? Where was the power of the church? It took Jesus Christ to resolve the problem. And let me tell you this. He had no choice. When he saw the Holy One, the radiance of his presence, the demons knew who he was. They knew him. These were fallen angels cast out from heaven. They knew the Holy One. They knew Jesus Christ, the Son of God. That's the reason the devil started trembling. That's the reason he got scared. That's the reason he began. And Jesus asking questions. What is your name? He didn't say Mark, John, or his legions. 
I know. And Jesus came to the conclusion, I had to cast this demon out. But that's what I'm going to do. So there's a land of pigs. How many of you love barbecue pigs, and pork chop, and all of this? You better pray twice before you pray for that. You don't know from where they're coming from. And he begging. I'm making this story short. He begging Jesus to don't hurt them, please. I would take a baseball bat and break his head. Don't hurt me, please. Have mercy. And what happened? Jesus cast all the demons. And who was the victim? The pigs. Why the pig walked down his head down? You see a pig walking with his head up? It will get drowned. Pigs walk with the head down. And you know why they walk with the head down? Because they are ashamed that the mother, she's a pig. That's all. And the devil is nothing but a pig. And there's a place for him. And all the angels from hell. There's a place for him. And there's a place for all of us. God give us the blessing to make us of his image. Can you look at Jesus? Hey, you make me a new image. I was ugly and Jesus made me beautiful. So now, like I said, you make me beautiful. Jesus set this man free. He wanted to hang out with Jesus, say, no, 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 no. Go to the community, go for the place you came and tell them what I had done for you. And that's exactly what I'm doing here. What happened in my life is to tell you what Jesus Christ had done in my life and to let the witness of Christ, that Christ change Nicky Cruz, he can change anybody in this room. Oh, yes. Can you let me speak, man? Give me a break. Man, they're going to kick you out in a few minutes. And they're going to kick me up too. I'm here to be witness of the power of Jesus Christ. I'm here to tell you that there's delivering in Christ. I'm here to tell you that there's freedom in Jesus Christ. I'm here to tell you that you can be baptized by the love of God from the top of your head to your, to your feet. 
I'm here to tell you that there's no one like Jesus. That he can help you with your problems. Don't give up with Fresno or his surrender. But you have something here. And I'm going to just finish with this. You can tell that I do have an accent, right? Be honest. Say yes or no. I believe you. Yes, I do. I do have a sexy accent. And you're jealous. You're jealous. You guys are jealous. I was born in Puerto Rico. And sometimes you ask these questions. Why? Why me? And you began to flashback. Why he put me in the wounds of my mother to be a loser? Or to be successful? I had to ask that question after my conversion. Why my, why God, the creator, placed me in the wounds of a witch? My mother. To be a failure. To go to hell together with my father and my mother because my father was a satanic priest. How do you feel to be babysitted by demons? How do you feel when my father didn't control himself and either my mother? I have 17 brothers and one sister. What a romantic human being. But let me say this. I will have, I will have that question now. But there's a purpose. Yes, I was abused. I mean, in the most horrible way that you can imagine, when you lay there on the floor, unconscious, with your eye closed, your nose broken, your lips split, your ribs broken, and dragged into a room, begging for a glass of water, begging for food, and to hear my mother cursing me? How do you feel when she tells you, you are not my son, I never love you, get out of my life, I never want to see you? You are son of the devil. But the words that she did when she told me, you are not my son. And I regret the day, look at this. I regret the day that I brought you into this world. That's my mother. But that's not my God. That's not my Jesus. And many times, my mother beat me up. 
And I was telling sometime, I, I say, why, why my mother didn't took a pillow and pull it and press it when I was a child, pressed it on my face, and took me out of this misery? If she didn't love me, why? Then I end in New York City. I end on the game. I have a new family. I did the most terrible things. I was possessed. I was angry. Una rabia. I was controlled by a power that I could not do nothing. My hands were full of blood. I received a three when I used to just stop somebody. Time after time. Going to... I don't know why my mother didn't kill me. Why a bullet didn't strike me in New York City when I was in the gang. Why I didn't get killed when I was so young. 19 years old. Why I didn't get killed. Why the devil could not kill me. Because I was born to serve the Lord. And the devil had no power when God's hands is upon your life. And then there's a man by the name of Dave Wilkerson. Came into my life when I was inspecting. Walking into the war zone. The police warned him, they're going to kill yourself. Wilkerson, he came from a little town of Pennsylvania. Now, Gary comes from New York now. We live in Colorado Springs because he loved the mountains. I guess so. But what? This guy? If you saw Wilkerson, because he didn't, in that time his wife was expecting, the, Wilkerson's wife was expecting a baby any time. And he was in New York? Why don't you take care of your wife first? And then come to New York? No, 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 no. It was an urgency for the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit that said, go to New York because there's an urgency. And that's the reason Wilkerson came to New York City. And that's the reason he just crossed the world zone, penetrated the world zone for what? To bring a message of Jesus Christ to who? To a loser. To nobody. Mr. Nobody. Why? He came. And there I was with my girlfriend. And she didn't want to come because I said, hey, somebody make a lot of noise in our turf. Come on, let's see what's happening. She didn't want to come. But in the gangs, we have we walk different with a swing. With hands, with gestures, with all of this, uh-huh. El guapo, el guapo, el guapo. And here, she didn't want to come, and when I went like this, she jumped. Here we running, and there's Dave Wilkerson, skinny preacher. Can God use skinny people? 
a skinny creature, a hillbilly, a place that they have more cows than human beings. And this guy come in like he owned your city. That he know everything about the gangs. And I start running with my girlfriend. And there is about 300 people listening to him. Then I heard this sound. God had the power to change your life right now. Then I say, oh, you, hey, 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 you shut up. There's no God. Then I start breaking through the people and I went face to face to this man. If you mention God, you have dead men. There's no God. Wilkerson was silent for a while. Then he said this word. Mickey, I came here to bring you a message from heaven. Nikki, Jesus loves you. And the most famous thing that I always will say from the pulpit. He keeps silent. And then boldness. Do you understand? Boldness came over him. Boldness means he wasn't afraid of anything. Boldness came over their worker's son. And you know what this man dared to tell me? Kill me. Very loud, all those people were listening to what he's saying. Go ahead, kill me. Nikki, you can kill me and cut me in thousand pieces. And you can throw them right there on the street. But remember, every piece going to cry out that Jesus loves you naked. You can never kill love, be honest to you. You never, that's what he told me. You can never kill love because God is love. That didn't touch me. I scream at hell and I say, go to hell. And I took my gun and I started walking. He's going to hunt you wherever you go, Nikki. He loves you. He loves you, Nikki. Two weeks, I was the most miserable human being that you can have. Everything was Jesus love you, Jesus love you, Jesus love you. Well, I went to Hill Day Wilkerson. And there was about 2,000 people there and 12 different gangs, which is mean that Dave was naive. That's going to be blood all over. I walk in, in that place, didn't know what is going to take place. I didn't want to go by myself, okay? Be honest. I'm not dumb. I took 75 guys for protection <laughs> to listen to the skinny preacher. That night, just to finish, that night, something strange happened in that place. That night, the Holy Spirit began to move in a social way that the Christian people began to pray. The gangs were screaming and cursing one another. But that night, 
All the demon of hell was completely submissive to the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. That night, I heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. I heard the way that Jesus Christ was crucified. And that really touched me. I never knew who Jesus Christ was because I was born in a witchcraft home. That night, I heard that Jesus really, really had the power to forgive sin. That night, I made my first move together with my girlfriend and 25 guys with their girlfriends. We went to the front, can you imagine? And right there, Right there, the power of the Holy Spirit began to move. Wilkerson stepped out of this, but he said something that I'll never forget. Nikki, Jesus is all over you. And then I look around. This can never happen. It has to be God. I saw my friends, criminal. Two of them murderers. I saw them with their girlfriend falling on the floor on their knees. I saw all of them falling on the floor. And there I'm fighting, I'm fighting, and there no way. And then silent tears began to come out from my eyes. Then there's something began to touch me inside. And there... I grabbed my girl together. She was crying so hard. And we, we went down in our knees. And I cry and I cry and I cry and I cry. My heart wanted to come out of my mouth. The pain, the memories, the flashbacks, the rejection, the loneliness. And that night... Jesus set me free. Jesus set me free. That night, it was more than that. Two years later, I went to Puerto Rico to meet my mother face to face. My mother gave her heart to Jesus and my father gave her heart to Jesus. Renounce witchcraft. And that day, listen to me. I want you to listen to me. Those who are bound, listen to me. That night, Jesus Christ broke the curse of the cruise family and he set us free. Free. Free like a bird. Free. All the demons left that home and now that place is a home of prayer. I'm going to ask you, I know this place is different than the one I speak. I always have a space for people to come close to me. But I'm going to be close to your heart and I hope you be close to my heart. 
I want to be, okay, you guys are very together. You know what I'm going to do? Will you please sit down so I can do this correctly? I wish I can go over there and hug you. That you can feel the pain and you can feel the joys that I have in Christ. But it's impossible. For some of you in this moment, you're suffering, you're hurting. Gary told you about it, about his son. There's no exception to the rules. Some of you, you are fed up. Some of you have thought of suicidal. Some of you, you're sick and tired of being an abuser. Some of you, you're sick and tired of being abused. Some of you are living in a curse that we have to do right now. And I'm not going to be the only one who want to do this. You want to be part of this. For those that in this moment that say, Nikki, I cannot take it anymore. I'm bound. My life is a mess. I got ugly thoughts. I want to be set free. Can you pray for me and ask Jesus to touch me and to set me free? Free from things that I never had told anybody that I keep it. And I'm drowning slowly for sure. I want you to be honest with me. And the only way that I'm going to do this, and we're going to give you a gift. I want you not to raise your hands. I don't want that. That's easy. I want you that if you feel in this moment that you need Jesus Christ, that you need forgiveness, that you need to repent, that you want to really love God I want you to do me a favor. And I will pray for you. I promise you. I want you to get out of your feet. As a monument, as a testimony. That you want this Jesus. To break the curse. In your life. In your family. In your working places. Stand up if you feel this. Stand up. Okay, my last calling. My last call. And it's going to happen. You can come to the aisle. It's all right. But your son, come on, you guys. Are you hoping? Yes, it's all right, it's all right. If you want to feel the eye, go ahead and feel it. I care less. My airplane leaves in four hours anyway. You have heard two messages about delivering. 
have the power to deliver us. Don't forget that. Keep on standing. Let me say this in inspirational prayer, and then I know it's hard because I can feel it. That's not true. It's just my face. Feel this song. Beautiful. You cry. There's something about crying. When I cry, I feel like I was three years younger. Because sin has a place to make you, your face uptight. No, I don't want to bring that here. I want everybody, every born again person, I know you are suffering because of this son. But I, in this moment, Let's forget about this son and put your heart in the heart of these people. You want to hug them? We, I want to hug you guys up there and you ladies. I can hug you because my wife is not here, girls. But I got Bettina and I got my son-in-law. And they're going to be a rat. They're going to tell, hey, he's hugging girls. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Everyone in this place, I want you to give God the respect that he deserves. I want you to know that in this moment, God knows your heart. He knows what you're going through. He knows your loneliness and your pain. He knows about your depression. Some of you are depressed because you feel Bound. I don't want to say nothing else. Close your eyes. Please. Close your eyes. Don't be afraid. Nobody going to steal your money because you broke. Sweet Jesus of the Bible. To who we can go. Only there's one name, and that is Jesus. You are not going to leave us or forsake us. You will never turn you back. You always have your arms open to embrace us and take the pain and the hurts. Take that depression. That don't let that person sleep at night. And walk through the day with the head down. Oh, sweet Jesus of the Bible. Come. Come. Right now. Enter into the heart. They might not see you in this bright day, but they can feel you. Give them a heart of flesh so they can feel you. Just like that night that you really, really, really touched me and helped me and 
picked me up from the pit of hell. Set these people free in the name of Jesus Christ. Set every mind free. Oh, Prince of Peace, come right now and possess that mind and cast the Prince of Darkness out of this place. That everyone in this place will live with a sense of security that you are taken over, that they are your property, and nobody gonna take it away from your hands. Wash their sin, forgive them as they repent for their sins. They began to confess, I cannot do it in my own, but I can do it through you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. I'm going to ask uh, Patrick to come and say, no, to lead you into a sinner prayer, which is mean he's going to pray with you and you're going to repeat his prayer, okay? Don't come over here mumbling and all of that. Clear, you open your lungs and then your mouth and repeat this prayer. All right. Just listen. I want you to raise a hand to heaven. I want you to open your heart. The scripture says if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that you're saved, that Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. And we're doing that here today. Maybe you've done it before, but today we mean it. And we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to help us. You see, our mind is a battlefield. Nikki says that all the time. The devil trash talks. He knows how to get to you. He knows how to get to me. He knows our weak points. That's why it's critical that you and I do a couple of things. We have to be around other people that are believing like we do to pull us up. We're all imperfect Christians. We're messed up people, but we need each other. So you need to hang out with people that are choosing to believe like you do and leaving the old lifestyle behind. You have to talk to God every day. I have to talk to God every day because this culture is constantly barking at us, negative things, destructive things, suicide, drugs, broken, messed up sexuality. You need to hear the voice of God the voice of your Savior, the voice of your Good Shepherd. That's just called praying, listening to Him. And how do you get to know Jesus? How do you get to know God? That's in the Bible. Ask Him to open the pages as you read Scripture. I suggest you do it. In fact, I beg you to do it every day. Scripture says it's like our, the way our minds are renewed because we got some messed up minds up in here. The way our not minds are renewed is through Scripture, is through this new word, this new life as it washes over us every day, every day, every day. So let's do that. Will you agree to just do that through the power of the Holy Spirit? Let's pray. Father God, just say these words. Father God, I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I also believe that he did not stay dead. But by your power, he came back to life. And after he lived a sinless life and died for my sins, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. That describes my life. And I thank you that I have a savior. I thank you that the tomb is empty, that the cross is empty, that the blood of Jesus still touches and saves and heals and cleanses me. Jesus, come into my heart. Change me. Give me a new mind. Give me a new heart. Use me to take a message of hope to my community, to my family, to this city, to this nation. 
I renounce the works of the devil and I stand for Jesus. Father God, bless these people this morning. Fill them with your spirit. Fill them with the spirit of God. Cast out every unclean demon out of every person. Put lives that are broken. Put them back together. Surround them with favor. Surround them with believers. I pray that they'll find a good church to go to. That these people that are so precious, that you love desperately, Jesus, that they will never forget that the God of heaven who became flesh died for them personally. Bless your people today in Jesus' name. Stay there, Joseph. Stay there. I do believe that there had to be some deliverance here in this place. Because I want to complete. And we're going to leave a good spirit in this place. I'm going to ask evangelist missionary Gary Workerson to pray the prayer of deliverance. Dear Jesus, we come before you and bring people in this place today whose minds have been ravished by the enemy's words over them, that they're no good, that they're worthless, that they'll never make it. And we, in turn, just rejoice because today you have uh, liberated us from those, those that just that evil language. And I'm praying now for, in the power of Jesus Christ, for every mind, God, that is just bound by suicidal thoughts, by depression thoughts. And today you've come through the message here of Nikki Cruz and given us salvation and deliverance and freedom and victory. And we're going to finish this time together here in this place by rejoicing over you, Jesus, that you have done such a marvelous thing that we now have the mind of Christ. And Lord, we're going to keep that mind clean because you said one time, just as we're talking about the, the, the demoniac today, we, we, we also learned that you said, Jesus, that if we don't keep the house clean, seven times worse come back. So we're going to ask you, Jesus, to renew our minds. That means give us new minds, a delivered mind, a free mind, a victorious mind. Every time that Satan comes in and tells us lies that we're not going to make it, we're just going to say now, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke that. We're going to stand. We're going to be clean. We're going to be holy. We're going to be pure. We're going to be delivered. We're going to be washed. We're going to be cleansed. We're going to be followers of Jesus Christ till we come to meet you one day face to face. Until that day, keep and seal us, protect us, watch over us, guide us, lead us, and that we would have constantly, 24-7, the mind of Christ, not the mind of the world, the flesh, or the devil, but the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Put your hands together. Thank the Lord one more time for his goodness to us. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't already, subscribe today on your mobile device to get exclusive new content from Teen Challenge of Southern California. For more information, visit us on the web at teenchallenge.org.